now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, we go to Austin. We talk to Michael Ford, Baylor track and field coach. And, uh, Michael, this has been very exciting to watch some of these events very late at night. Maybe you want to get it. Maybe you want to let it get cool or something. Uh, I know there's a lot to get into, but boy, we have to stay up late. But it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's kind of like waiting for a prize fight, isn't it? I mean, it's probably not like that for you as a coach, but as a viewer, it's kind of like okay, okay. I mean, in the in excitement builds a little bit, and then suddenly at like ten o'clock or whatever, you get one of these big relays. <laughs> yeah. Uh... When the when the schedule came out, I, initially we I glanced at it and said, "Oh, it's going to be at night." Yeah, because of the heat in Texas. And then I actually, when I really studied it after the regional meeting, I was like, "Man, we're actually running late. Like it's almost past my bedtime." So, um, <laughs> yeah, we've been. Um, I think the one thing that has helped us though is our regional meet was in Sacramento two weeks ago, and the meet was late. It was around. 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. So technically it would have been around 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock here. So it kind of prepared us a little bit for for the the shift and I think just mm-hmm. trying to figure out what we're going to do during the day. But uh, the meet's been exciting for the past two days and then you, you culminated today and tomorrow with finals. So looking forward to it tonight. The women's relays, you had to be really pleased. I know you were talking about some of them kind of came together pretty late, and yet still with those performances, uh, I'm looking at that season best, 328-76, and uh, Hansei and, and, and Maroque and, and, uh, and, and uh, Jasmine Grind. I mean, just all, all – I mean, they really, really have run well for you. How excited were you to see how the uh, women performed in those relays? Well, I would say on our 4 by 4 our women, they've been running well the last few years, but this year especially, um, I think indoor, we had some big um, expectations about going to nationals indoor, and we fell short, um, and we kind of basically refocused and, and, and got ready to go, and we got a, we built some depth with Jasmine um, and then Bria Buller. They started running a little bit on a 4 by 4 um, during the season, so we built some depth. And uh, when you have when you have Hanse and you have Ema and Mariah Ayers, when you have those three, um, you just put somebody there and say, "Hey, keep them close and and let them run." And um, so we were excited about yesterday. Um, that was one of the goals to make finals. They were in finals last year, um, so we we got in. And then the 4 by one that was the relay we kind of put together at the end of the season. Um, not really, not really having the depth in the four by one in the short sprint, um, and then also Mariah Ayers and um, Ima Uko were running the two hundred and the four hundred and the four by four, trying to give them a little break and not having to run four races every track meet. Um, so we just decided initially the decision was where hey we'll just get a race in at LSU, get a time in, so we mm-hmm. can get ready for conference, score at conference, and then shut that r- relay down. Um, then they ran well at conference, and I said, hmm, you know, they look like they might make nationals. Then we break the school record at regionals and make finals at nationals. So um, <laughs> those girls have just been – they've been locked in. Um, they've just been trusting the – everybody always says trust the process. They've been trusting the process mm-hmm. this season and um, leaving on time and um, just executing. And I think that's the big 
big thing this year has been they've been executing a lot better this year. And then Ben Conacher and, and Zaza, I mean the uh, the pole vault, and then and then the javelin. That was really fun to open it up the other night, and I was watching. I'm trying to stream this thing, looking for Zaza, uh, and, and some of that stuff. You know, you got to look around for a little bit on ESPN Plus. <laughs> but man, that's fun. I mean, I get this stuff inspires me. And and uh, and Ezekiel that same night. I mean, that was a tremendous race. But the field events. Let's talk about them for a little bit. I heard you say maybe or a quote. Zaza was not totally pleased. Really thought he could. He could win that, but um, uh, I mean, still a tremendous uh, performance. What was your overall take from uh, uh, Zaza and, and Ben's performances? Yeah, well, Zaza. I mean, going going into season, of course, that was the number one goal is to win nationals. Um, I think this year, Zaza and uh, Coach Shaq did a great job. He's he's stronger this year. Um, I think his technique is a little better, um, but he was having a little. He's been having a little ankle, um, a little ankle soreness when he plants on his last plant before he throws. It's been bothering him for the last about the last month or so. Um, so he was hoping to just get one good throw off and then kind of build into it that way. But like I told talked to him afterwards, I said, "Hey, you you got fifth last year. You moved up two spots to get third. Um, still a sophomore." Um, and we still got probably probably got two more meets to try to qualify for world championships. So I was we were we everybody was happy for him. I think when he when he thought about it the next day, he was he was okay and he was actually lifting weights today, getting ready for his next competition. And then Ben, um, I don't know what to say about Ben. I mean he he's worked hard. Um, we had a long talk this this year about qualifying for nationals. And he said, Coach, that's that's my goal. My last year at Baylor is to qualify. Um, he did that at regionals and got in. And then um, for they actually changed him and Coach Richards changed poles. So he got on a bigger pole to get on the bigger the bigger height. And he he PR. And I said, Hey, when you PR and you can become an All American, I mean, you got two things. It's kind of like getting the ice cream and 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 cake at the same time. So I was pleased with him too. And um, he, he leaves Baylor as an All-American. Now, I think the last the last guy Walter was Casey Lightfoot, and it was ironic because Casey Lightfoot had just broke the American record about a week ago. So it was it was a, it was a good thing for Baylor pole vault. And pole vault only goes back at Baylor for what like forty years that uh, <laughs> that the Bears have have been great at that. So it's just, it is pretty cool to to keep the legacy going. Michael Ford on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Baylor track and field coach. Um, Nathaniel Ezekiel, I, I caught that race the other night, and, and that was fun to watch how he finished, gets to, gets to second there. And, um, I mean, I, I would think that's a grueling race right there. And, and just uh, you had to be pleased, I would think, with that finish. And, and uh, that, that was a lot of fun to watch the other night. Uh, you know, watching he and the guy from Alabama go at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they raced against each other down at Florida Relays. Um, I believe in in down at Florida, not at Florida Relays, but at the Tom Jones meet. Um, and so everyone that's in the final, I think Ezekiel and well, Nathaniel's run against them um, either at Texas Relays or at conference or at the regional meet. So um, tonight uh, tonight will be a special. 
Uh, I think if he cleans up probably hurdle eight, um, he'll have a shot to win um, tonight. But he's been running great. His first, his first, I would say his first 250, his race pattern for for the hurdle race has been pretty spot on. Um, he's been having a little difficulty on that hurdle eight. And I think if he can clean that up tonight, um, we can see something special. And we could get, get our first um, national champion since, uh, I believe, Deano Kamani did in the um, in the late 90s. So, But I'm wow. looking forward to watching him compete tonight. Well, and what is it on, on hurdle eight? Um, what, what do you kind of have to do? Do you have to maybe say, okay, maybe gather yourself a little more, or is it just kind of getting the steps right? What, uh, when, when there's an issue like that, how do you kind of straighten it out? Well, you can actually coach it because you, you said exactly what he needs to do. <laughs> he, he's actually been <laughs> running up on the hurdle. Um, so he can actually, um, take it, I would say, take the hurdle earlier, and, but he's adding another step because I think he's he's thinking he's too far from the hurdle, but he's actually not. And so he takes one more steps, and that gets him too close, and then he goes up and then down instead of going. We want him to go through the hurdle, not up and down, and that kills his momentum. So if he can clean that up tonight, um, he'll I think he'll run smoother, and it'll set him up for hurdle nine and hurdle ten better. Are these sprinters looking at each other at the finish line more than you recall? I'm trying to remember back to you and the other Michael, and and uh, I don't remember y'all. I mean, there may have been some times where you kind of look behind you. That it's a little bit of fun deal. But my goodness, the other night, and some guy from the University of Houston, you know who I'm talking about. There, it seems everybody seems to be picking on him. I mean, he's running well. He's in second, but I mean every. Every time he ran, somebody was looking over there, kind of, kind of taking a peek at him. Yeah, uh, the the young guys are they're they're confident with each other. Um, I think most of the time it's just for it's a, a game gamesmanship. Um, I know Houston University of Houston and LSU have gone back and forth, and this has probably been going on for man for about four or five years now either in a four by one or a hundred or a 200. So um, those there's, there's a fit, I, I would say a thinly, thinly rivalry between those two universities. Um, and I, I like it as long as it doesn't get out of hand, but um, everybody's been, um, it, it's been good. So it'll be interesting to see how, how tonight goes in the, especially in a hundred, because that's the race that, that it may happen again in. <laughs> did you ever do that did you ever were you ever so inspired that you kind of uh that you kind of gave somebody a little peek over next to you as you uh at the finish line no not so much as in like trying to i would say not embarrassing anyone it was more especially in the 400 you don't you don't want to do that in the 400 i think if if i'm going to look over if i did look over in the 400 when i was running it was more just to say hey if, if Coach Hart told me, hey, Mike, you need to be in the top two or the top three to make it to advance to the next round, I was going to make sure that I did that. And I looked around to make sure I didn't have to keep running harder um, just to conserve some energy. But other than that, no, uh, he always told me the, the fastest way to get to the line is looking straight ahead and not going to the side because you can look to your right and somebody on the left side can pass you. So I always try to make sure that we keep my eyes on the on the finish line. What about your four by four hundred uh men's relay? Uh Damar, 
Uh, obviously, Nathaniel, we were just talking about Hassani and, and Dylan. Um, what, how has that uh, uh, group been working, and, and uh, what, are you, what are you kind of expecting from, from them this evening? Um, they've been running well all year. It's been a uh, this year has been it's it's been a fun year with that relay. Um, I think we've we've kind of I think it all starts in the fall. We sat down and talked about goals for the season, and um, and I was like, hey, we we need to bring bring the tradition back to to our four by four. Coach Art said, said, I think he set the bar so high that I just wanted to keep the bar up there. And um, I was telling the guys a couple of weeks ago. Um, that we haven't been into a outdoor final since 2019, and so uh, one year we got DQ'd, uh, one year was COVID, and other year we didn't qualify for the final. So this group here, this is their um, first final um, since 19, and so we talked about that. But then also, there's been about six guys. I mean, we've run three, we run three flat. Um, three times this year, and they've all been different relays. And so uh, you also had Cam Jackson that was on a, on one of the relays at Texas Relays early in the year when we ran three flat. Uh, you had Demar Francis. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, Matt Moore was on the relay at conference when we ran a three another three flat there. And then last and then last night, well, the night before Wednesday, we ran another three flat with four four different people. <laughs> so. They've been they've been pretty locked in. It's, just, it's sometimes it's hard for me to decide what four are going to run. And even tonight, we'll warm up, and people are like, "Who's going to be the four? I'm like, I, "We'll see." Um, I know Dylan Bedell will definitely be on there. He's been running great on the anchor like Forrest and um, Asani Bar, and we'll see how how Nathaniel feels after his hurdle race, and and we'll we'll kind of figure out who's who's going to run first and and figure out these other legs tonight. But I'm looking forward to watching them run. They're, they've been locked in. Their big goal was to um, to break three because no Baylor team has done it. We probably probably have the most four uh, three-flat relays ever all time in college history, but we've never broken three. So for them, that's their big goal. My big goal is to win nationals. Um, and if, if the, two, the 259, 258 comes, then I'll be happy too. But I think it's going to probably take 258 to win the meet. Wow. That's amazing uh, to think about that. Now, what is the greatest trait an anchor can have in that, in that race? Is it just the, I mean, I, that, that's a, uh, I mean, you've got to obviously lay it all on the line, but why for like, is Dylan just someone you're like, Hey, he's the obvious choice to be that anchor. Well, he's the one that when, when, a lot of times the anchor leg is the one, the pressure leg. People think it's a pressure leg just because mm-hmm. you're the last one. You should be the fastest. On paper, on paper, Dylan doesn't – open quarter-wise, Dylan is probably the the third or fourth guy on the team. <laughs> but when he runs with a stick in his hand, he has no fear. He he executes really well. Um, and he he's very composed when he runs. And I think for anchor leg, you want to be the one that um, – if you're if you're behind, hey, you're gonna try to chase somebody down. If you're in front, you don't want anyone to catch you. And he's been doing that really well this year. Um, I think his last four races, he's been 44-8, 44-8, 44 and then even last night, um, his uh, in the semifinal he ran 44-3. 
So he's just been the one that we can count on um, to, if we're in some traffic, he can get out of the traffic. If we're behind, he can catch up. And if we're in front, he'll keep it there. So he's, he's had every, I would say every scenario this year um, running. So I don't think anything is surprising him um, tonight. And like, I'll tell them later tonight is, Hey, just keep them close and we'll see what happens from there. And who's the who's the biggest rivals right now in that in that race? Would you say? I mean, from from across the country. Well, you definitely want to start with the University of Florida. They have the collegiate record. Um, they have uh, three guys that are in the four hundred final. <laughs> so uh, they're they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be tough. Uh, I will also say Arizona State. Um, they have uh, they also have three guys in the four hundred final. Um, they've been running well all year. Um, and I would say UCLA's been really running well, and um, and I would also go with Georgia. Georgia, um, Georgia beat us at Georgia beat us at Texas Relays, and I think the other team that I probably would be concerned with would be Alabama. Alabama's been running well too. They've run they've run under three flat, I think two or three times this year too. So those are the those are the, the heavy hitters, but. I mean, the slowest time to make the final was 3:01, <laughs> so um, <laughs> probably one of the fastest, probably one of the fastest um, semifinals I've been a part of as a coach. Because um, when we ran in the 90s, if we ran three, maybe 303, we would make the final, and we could probably win the meet with a 301. But um, I think the, the kids are the kids are better, the tracks are faster, the coaching is better. Um, Shoes are better. Everything is getting getting better. And then you got kids that were in school because of COVID, so they they're a little older. Um, but I think tonight's gonna be. I think across the board, every race is gonna be really fast. Um, so I'm looking forward to watching it. And it's hard because I don't watch the meet that much while I'm there, and so I'll probably be flipping back to watch ESPN Plus or or two and watching it when I get back to Waco. <laughs> What are you doing? Like when, when the race is going? Well, a lot of times if we have kids competing, we I spend more time in the back. So um, at the warm up area. So yeah. I'm usually so at Mikey Micah Stadium where the track is. I'm actually at the football stadium, and that's where our, the warm up area. That's where our team camps are. So they have TVs there. So I'm usually watching the, the meet on TV, um, but I usually don't watch much of the meet at all. I think even last night. I watched, I watched the four by one on the women, and then I left and went and went back, warmed up Mariah, and then while Mariah ran, I was actually watching, I watched her race on on TV in the back, and then because we we're getting because the four by four ladies were warming up, and so then when Mariah got done, she came over and I watched. Of course, I watched since it was the last event but normally i'm in the back <laughs> so i don't get to see a lot of the races um i kind of <laughs> glance at my phone at results but um usually when i'm trying to decompress like last night uh-huh. i think i went to bed about 3 30 and i'll re rewatch the track meet again <laughs> oh really it's like two in the morning that's what you were doing it was re-watching it <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, and then plus I always take, I always write notes about the me, what I, what I, what I saw, um, things that we can do to get better, or my like, hey, things went great today, um, and then like this morning, we we had a team, um, we had a, like a, we call it a shakeout, 
we shook out this morning, the men and the ladies, um, and then grabbed some lunch, and then, and now I'm just sitting around and going to head out in a couple of hours. Sitting around doing media. I like it. I, I really yeah. appreciate yeah. it. I, I thought I wanted to see what Michael's up to this afternoon, so I was so appreciative. I did want you to have a chance to say something about Ana Maria uh, Costarellas. Uh, uh, that was a bummer. Uh, one spot off the podium in ninth uh, in the 10K. I know that was frustrating, but uh, uh, that, that's just somebody that's uh, meant a lot to the team, and, and uh, I know that had to be a, a tough thing for – the entire team to to see you know how close you got, and I think as we get further away from it, there'll be more perspective. But always tough in that moment. Yeah, I mean, again, she's another one that has been running great. I mean, she she had one year left, and uh, Coach Barnett did a great job on getting her um, to Baylor, and and actually she's from she's actually from my hometown of uh, Rochester, New York, so we had a connection there. Um, but she she's she's run so well, and even last night, I would say um, probably she had a mile to go. Thought she was still in good shape, but you could tell um, the pace was different. Normally, either to, usually in distance races, things are going to happen. Either they're going to run too slow because they're thinking it's going to be too hot. Um, but yesterday they were like almost going fast and slow to fast and slow and. So they, she honestly, she never really got into a good rhythm because um, some people don't want to take the race; they want somebody else to do all the work. And she didn't want to, she didn't want to be the one that took the lead. Um, but we thought she was in good position. But that last mile, where it's either you go or you you're gonna hurt a little bit. She was, I think the the weather, um, the, 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 I would say the humidity got her a little bit. And um, but also she's never she hasn't run, I think three 10Ks in a year. Uh, and it was our first national championship too. So um, I was, but we were definitely hoping that she would become an all American and get on the podium. And I think that last, I would say that last 800, that was a key to her not doing it. Um, but I was still proud of her. We had, we actually had breakfast together today and I just told her, I appreciate everything she's done for our program. Uh, you leave here with some um, two school records in the five and the 10 um, and got some big points for us at the conference meet and, um, and looking forward to seeing what, what the next, what the next step is for her and her, um, and her career. I think she still wants to run after she gets done with college. So, but yeah, but it was definitely heartbreaking to see that because she, she put the work in this year. And so, um, yeah, but she will definitely be a Baylor for life. Um, and so I'm looking forward to seeing what the future holds for her. Listen, I really appreciate it. Uh, we talked when you were in Oregon and now in Austin. Uh, has to be a whole different experience to a certain extent. Uh, and hopefully uh, the, the weather hasn't gotten just too crazy. Uh, but <laughs> I would think the Texas heat would be an advantage for us, honestly. Uh, although, yeah. you know, it's been relatively mild, I guess. Yeah, it's been mild. Um, they're, they're expecting some showers today, but I'm, I'm praying that it holds off. Um, I love I love going to Oregon. I think the we've been talking uh, coaches and athletes. We'd like it to go different places. Oregon is mm-hmm. a, it's, it's track and field capital. Um, but the one thing that we all we all agree on is that in Austin, I can find I can find dinner after after ten o'clock. <laughs> We're in Oregon. Everything shuts down at nine. Of course, the heat is a is an issue, but. 
you can fly. It's easy to fly into Austin too. So um, it's an easier trip, of course, for us when we're only an hour and a half away. But um, but we've been enjoying it. Um, looking forward to getting back to Waco and getting back into my 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 bed. I've been gone for two weeks, and so um, <laughs> looking forward to getting back into my my home. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll look forward to having you back at 3 in the morning if you're up, uh, you know, tonight. I just know I'm kind of a crazy night owl myself, so you won't be the only (laughs) one up at that crazy hour. I'm usually up reading or looking on uh, Twitter or something like that. So, (laughs) hey, you all have a great night. We'll be rooting for you and uh, cannot wait. Man, go sub three. That would be awesome. Yeah, I I love awesome. the fact that they're they're breaking all your records. It's got they get to kind of go after the the stuff that the coach was a part of. So that's a, that adds another layer of fun to all this. Coach, I appreciate oh, yeah. the time. <laughs> no, no, thank you, and I appreciate all the support and Sickum Bears. You bet. There he goes, Michael Ford. Uh, just a really good track and field coach for the Bears. Ran track at Baylor and uh, has has a chance tonight. Um, the men in that 4 by 400 uh, Ezekiel going for it in the hurdles. There's a lot of cool stuff happening. And then tomorrow night, the women get going. They're Michael A. Myers in Austin. All right, it's Mosley's show. Campus Confidential is next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers.